Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now very special episode of Acts of Pod today. It's actually just me, Gina, and so right. It's just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just us two. Um it's also very my two my two dads. (laughs) Right. You can count on me. Yeah. (laughs) No matter what you do. Um except that one thing and you know what it is. Uh so it's also Late, a pretty pretty late at night. I mean, for us, and yeah. we've also, yeah. um, I, well, I, I mean, I've taken my relaxing medication, which I take sometimes, <laughs> yeah. and so you know, I'm not in top form. But I, I wanted to put out an episode, and so did Anne for the weeks. And, and oh, and also this week, I with this episode. I don't know what Gina is going to be talking oh, about. Yeah. Um, she's she's been researching something and baiting me with answers on with uh, the fact that this is going to be um, absolutely enra- enraging. Right. Which yeah. right. So on this very special episode, um, <laughs> I researched a topic that I knew would be very upsetting for my friends to hear um, because um, I knew that they were going to get upset and uh, I knew they weren't going to be prepared to hear it. And um, (laughs) I wanted to see him get fired up. So, um, yeah, I can't, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, So today's topic is, Student mm. loan debt. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like in denial about mine. It's like, <laughs> you're never going to get it. <laughs> I think you'll be surprised to find out oh. that um, it's a bit of a racket. And, um... Yeah, this I'm not okay. Hold on, I'm not no. gonna. Like this. And I'm I'm already. I just I'm like, 
Okay, the end. Student loan debt. <laughs> and that was it, guys. It's Doesn't that so much worse. Piss you off? <laughs> it's so much worse than you thought. Okay. Ooh, it's gonna burn you up. All right. Okay. So. Okay. We're just. It's. It's actually not as the the start point is not as far back as you would think. So back in the 1980s, mm-hmm. uh, about a half a trillion dollars was cut from the amount given to fund state schools. Um, and then this was cut even more dramatically after the financial crash of 2008. Um, but okay. uh, the student loan debt is currently at $4 trillion, and it includes 42 million people. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just setting up the platform here. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on board. It's all this is all right, checking okay. out. <laughs> I just want I just want to give people an idea of the size of it, but I'm I'm gonna go back to the history. Um so mm-hmm. lobbyists for the loan industry, for the finance industry, um, were successful in making loans non recourse loans. Um, which means that you can okay. never default on your loans, you can never um declare bankruptcy um your wages can be garnished like you okay. can you can no, declare bankruptcy but you will always be good for your student loans you will always owe it okay what about the whole and that includes well i mean obviously it includes the federal thing but like i didn't deal like i don't I didn't deal with a private loan student loan company. I dealt. I I went through like government oh. student loan. Or or is this what I think? Okay. I did? Well, you're going to appreciate <laughs> oh, this. God. Hold on to your pantyhose. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Why don't yeah? Well, let's just go back. Go back. Go let's back. Take, take it, it back. back. Um, I'll go back. Take it back to where uh, to where it was. It was um, white eighteen year old boys who were eligible for student loans. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I'll explain. Yeah, there are there are public loans and there are private loans. So essentially, the the way that it's set up is um, Congress can make the laws governing how the loan system and the loan structure works. Um, the loans are then guaranteed by the Department of Education and the Department of the Treasury. Mm-hmm. And then the loans right. are then uh, serviced by the service providers and the originators and lenders. And all of the, all of these oh, people God. benefit from the huge interest payments that are generated by these loans. So even if you are given grants by the government or whoever, the, even the government back, you know, even if they are originated by the government, the government uses service providers. So it's, it's the, the government benefits by you taking out a huge loan because they're getting a piece of it. So the problem yeah. is, is that um, there was a huge cash machine 
that was built from student loans. It was like an industry and an opportunity presented itself like much in the way like the mortgage crisis presented itself and and this is how it happened okay so um in the 1990s uh the government catalyst was the lobbyist made a push to make student loans into non-recourse loans and at the time they were using the example that Med, med school students would, um, you know, take out hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans, and then they would immediately declare bankruptcy. And so all these companies were, you know, getting defaulted on their loans and banks were losing out yeah. on all this money. And really, they're the victims in this situation, not not a 19 sure, year old, sure. try, you know, yeah. from the middle of nowhere. Right. No. It. Uh, yeah, it's it's companies are definitely right as we all know so um it was during the 2000 that this lending infrastructure um begins to set up and they seize an opportunity um in the 2000s right it wasn't even until the 2000s so even though college was expensive um like when you know back in the 90s and that right that it, it what has happened since then is on hyperdrive. Like it's, it's like even the school that we went to is four times more expensive just since we went there. (gasps) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so much worse. That's crazy. Oh yeah. Because this is what happened. Um, cause we went to a shitty school. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, we We went went to a a really nice school. We went to a great school that what, that was expensive. You know, it wasn't Oxford. So, ironically, people realize that um, because these loans uh, were non-recourse loans, like... and Okay, and just let me ask one more time. Non-recourse, that means no matter what, you always owe that debt. No matter what. That's what non-recourse, right? And so... um, Okay. There's a really good quote about this. Um, but the thing, what makes it so genius about, okay, see, it's a, it's a win-win for the lenders because, um, right, because there's no accountability and there's no exposure to risk. That's the thing. So, um, because they're non-recourse loans, nobody can ever default on their loan. You're always going to get the money mm-hmm. and the, they're always going to pay interest on the loans. You know, uh, like if it's, mm-hmm. if it's not you, it's going to be the government. So it's, there is no risk. I mean, and that's what, that's what happened with the, you know, um, with the mortgage crash is that they were saying, um, you know, that these homeowners, they were, you know, they were credit back, they were triple A. You know, they're absolutely not going to default on their mortgage, but that just wasn't true. You know, they were very high risk. But in this case, you couldn't get a more secure loan. Like student loans, you couldn't get a more secure because if it's not the student, it's going to be the government. I mean, because that's where, you know, the originator of the loan is the Department of Treasury and the Department of Education. And so like, um, and uh, anyway, 
So it's in everybody's best interest to, to issue these loans. It's, it's a win-win situation. The only loser in this situation is the student. Yeah. Is everybody like who has tried or gone to college. Well, that's exactly it. The only person that loses out in this scenario is the 17 year old who's on the hook for $120,000 of debt at 12%, you know, because Mm -hmm. they, they're going to go for 20 years paying, you know, a small percentage of their principal or whatever it is. No, I'm just, it, it reminds me when, when I worked at a kennel, everybody, uh, which, uh, PS, love it. Um, (laughs) A guy there, uh, a guy I worked with, ended up having his wages garnished. Gar- is that right? I, I mean, right. in Middle English. And it's like he works. He works. Yeah. <laughs> he works at a kennel. You know, it's like, oh, you're. I mean, it's not like we got paid a lot. Right. Dog kennel, and like they're still gonna like come and take that money out of your already like. Well, just just surviving. Well, paycheck. I mean, obviously, Sally May is going to collapse if they don't get that hundred dollars from his paycheck. Right. <laughs> so I mean, oh my god, I had forgotten about the whole Sally May and what's Fanny the other one, Mac or what? Well, I yeah, I Fanny just like made Mac that up. But, or um, no, but that's true. I forgot about those fucking things and. I feel like I I can't remember what I read about them in a book. I've, I've read about them in, in a book. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think we're in doing... a fiction book about history. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, because between um, 2007 and 2012, SLM, which is um, one of the loan processors, like one of the big, right... Okay. They spent twelve million on lobbying expenses alone, right? So, and this does not include campaign contributions. Lobbying for what? Oh, um, to make sure, you know, to make sure. Well, and they um, to make sure that this cash cow doesn't stop, because students yeah. are very upset about this. I don't know if you've heard the word on the street. But um, there, it's been called very predatory. Okay, so anyway, but yeah. my point is, is that there are these huge, yeah, S, yeah, Sally Mae, SLM, SLM yes, alone yes. spent twelve million dollars. Okay, all right, I have to clean that up. But all right, so this is where it gets really evil. Um, so in 2007, like, uh, so this is around the time of the financial crash, colleges are receiving um, a lot less money than they, um, so they had to do a bit of a tuition hike. And then that's when they realized that students were actually still paying it. Like, they didn't lose enrollment. Okay. And so... Okay. Then they were like, oh, wait a second. 
if if that hasn't curbed enrollment, maybe we could be charging more. Maybe we've been missing an opportunity here. Sure, sure. Supply and demand. Okay, it's it's just how America is. So it this is when like at twenty ten, this is when the shit really hits the fan. So okay. When you look at, and which I did, um, I'll read you the uh, Harvard numbers. But 2010, you'll see a huge spike um, in all of the tuition costs, like across the board, where um, just, I'm not even, like, yeah, like I said, like quadrupling of costs. And, mm. um, but the reason is, is that they were, because as you know, like our friends that were in academia, they could barely find jobs. What happened was, is that universities, mm -hmm. their um, administrative departments ballooned. So all these people okay. um, in administration started making a lot more money and they started running colleges oh. like they would a corporation. And they were running in conjunction uh -huh. with, you know, um, these student loan corporations because the more students they could get, the more income they could get, the higher salaries they would receive. So, um, right. and it was a win for everybody, of course, except for the student. And except for right. the educators, so you had more and more people involved in the university system that had absolutely nothing to do with education. So it was like the, okay. the financial and administrative sector took over right. the took over the college environment. Sure, like like marketing and graphic design of the billboard of the brochures and billboards i don't know like how many universities but i've seen some but that's the whole other thing right the bill the billboard laws in texas um <laughs> right so no not at all but people that would be processing loans you know it was it was okay. essentially colleges were almost turning into banks themselves you know okay. they were finding loans for other students in order to attract them to the university so they would say you know like there would be a public university that was thirty thousand dollars but they would offer you know they would be a private university that charged forty five thousand dollars but they would give an average student a fifteen thousand dollar scholarship you know mm -hmm. so they would pay the same that they would have at state you see okay, like wink and but it was, yeah, yeah. they would bring these people in that had absolutely nothing to do with education, but were like more comfortable in finance, you know, okay. because what they're, mostly they're processing loans. It was like people who were in, that used to be in the mortgage industry, but now are, are in student loans. I mean, I even had a job processing student loans at one point because it really was, it was like, after the bubble burst on the mortgage industry, the next big industry was the student loan industry. Yeah. But, um, hey, when did student loans start, though, for real? In the 80s? No, 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 no. They've so been like, around forever. Oh, okay. But this is the thing. I mean, oh, okay. I actually have a number for that. Um, like, uh, the average... 
the average cost of tuition um, and room and board in 1980 was $9,438. And now it's $23,872. Yes, and, you know, so worth it for the the room you get. Well, and that's what's... Cinder block Well, that's what's so funny because... Um, I remember there were, there was like a, a, on Twitter they had like, it was a, a meme for a while that English university students did not know that American students actually shared one room at college. Yeah. Because they were like, don't you guys have to pay like $25,000 a year and they put you in a single room? Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh yeah, and the, no, and they don't put you in a single. No, room. no, no, no. Like you, you, they you put mean... you and your roommate in a single room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh right, yeah. For that much money, and you're still have you're still like in this tiny, tiny room with a roommate. And oh my god, thank God, like Cezanne was matched up as my roommate because. Like if it's some weirdo, yeah, that was my experience. I mean, and I, I, I mean, I mean, creepy weirdo, not like fun weirdo. Right, right. No, I, yeah. That's so. It's so dumb. It's so weird. And like, and you know, I, the fact that we, and then oh, they made us though stay our freshman year, freshman year in the dorms. Right, right, Remember right. That? that was the rule. A lot of universities was, do it that you know, way. And, and that's and that's you know because they want you to have the university experience, but but some of the things you're saying are making me think otherwise that there might be something else to that. Sometimes I feel like people are operating in bad faith. You know, like I feel like they they don't have the purest intentions, and I I didn't think that's what America was all about. Um. Even though I sound as if I'm an economic genius, um, I actually am not. I um, did not get a PhD in economics, um, and I had to watch. Uh, I watched uh, a a couple of seminars by elderly gentlemen to try to figure out <laughs> to try to figure out um, what this meant. So. Um, this is not my field of study. Yeah. If we were talking about turn of the century English modernist literature, I'd be a little more comfortable. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm just not, just bear with my, me, all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so one what they were trying to explain was uh, when they were talking about the tuition hike was uh, the sort of artificial inflation of the market and they used the coconut example now and i'm gonna tell you okay oh it's okay and you say that like i know what the coconut oh the coconut no you're not gonna know it and you're gonna find it problematic right off the bat (laughs) um and we can talk about it afterwards but let me just get through it so the coconut example is you have three people on a desert island, all three of those people have $2 bills, right? So everybody has $2. 
and one of those people has a coconut. So, um, now the other, other two guys. Who came up with this theory? (laughs) This is very, already it's very complex. All right. So I told you before, I told you you were going to find it problematic (laughs) because obviously, why would they need paper currency? At that, what am I supposed to do? Am I going to eat the money? Like. Yeah, it's yeah. a. This oh, is a. Money still has value on this island. And it's not even. It's where there's no store. It's it's right? it's already what? it's so problematic. I was like, I knew, it's I knew so everybody stupid. was going to give me so much shit again. Let's just go with me on this. But no, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. It gets. That's in like. It gets clothes. even. It gets even like, worse. It's like sounds like a joke. There's three men on an <laughs> island. Two have dollar bills, and one has a right. coconut, okay. and the other one's, and then the money's <laughs> Right. Said, Fuck you! Right. <laughs> when we all know, like, by day four, they're carving a woman out of a rotten log, and, you know, they're fighting over her honor, <laughs> right? Like, we all know. Okay. Yeah. That's not in the example. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's get back. The three, three guys. One, one has, has a coconut. coconut. The other two have money. So, um... What ends up happening is that the other two give the other guy, they all they have is they offer their money, then they split the coconut. Now, in this scenario... So he gives them the coconut? They split it. In exchange... All three or just two? The two with the money split it. I'm, I'm serious. They all split it. All right, because the guy okay. also wants some of that coconut. He doesn't want to starve well, to sure, death. I know. Well, but in this, but in this capitalist venture on this desert island, it sounds no. You're like right. The, you're the right. Why? Why start making money. sense now? Because it's about it, it's about yeah. to get even weirder. Okay, because okay, um, there's a the government is a plane, and. In order to help these men out, rather than drop food or supplies and or a ladder to rescue them from the island. In this example, they just drop down more money. (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) So. I love the coconut theory. So it's a. This is the greatest theory I've ever heard. Well, obviously a man thought of it, right? Because... (laughs) Such nonsense. Such fucking nonsense. And this is, like, disgust. There's, like, PowerPoints that include this. So, anyway, the... So, you still have the same coconut, but now the men have more money to pay for the coconut, right? For for another coconut. Right. So, no... (laughs) <laughs> no, because they've already bought the first one, and apparently this one guy has the talent for getting okay, no, coconuts. No. Uh, He's a coconut. No, no, no. Okay, I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad that you wrote a narrative in your head in the time it took me to <laughs> introduce this concept. <clears throat> no, the I. I Okay, yeah, let's say another coconut fell into the guy's lap, all right? It doesn't really matter. The point is, <laughs> the point is, is that 
with these loans rather than um, just the government just giving public universities more money, therefore making it more affordable for the students. Mm -hmm. They are, in fact, just funding the loans or giving the loan providers okay. right, um, more money so they can loan out more money. And so right. the universities okay. can hike the tuition and they can put more money or more students on the hook for bigger loans because right. then, you know, rat, see what I mean? Yeah. I'm just thinking of like, what is the coconut symbol? Right. I'm okay. So in this scenario, the coconut is an education. Okay. 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 Right? And gotcha. so what they could have done is just sent supplies sent more coconuts. Yeah. Or just, honestly, they could have just gotten them off the island, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they could have solved or... the problem. What, what they rather, what, the, what they did instead was um, they flooded the market and drove up inflation. Right. Okay, with, with their airdrop of cash, right. meaningless paper on Right, on right, right. So yeah. they, so it was like a, it, they caused inflation, right? Like it didn't exist before mm -hmm. they allowed it to exist. And that's the problem is that if everybody's making money, you know, there isn't, there isn't anyone. And there's no risk because, you know, they're, that's a self-regulating principle in a lot of these financial transactions is that, you know, you're, you know, there's going to be some amount of loss, but there is no loss, you know? Right. So, um, I, okay. the only thing that would prevent them from taking on as many students or driving up, <laughs> um, tuition as far as they could possibly go is, you know, just, well, and that's the other thing is just turning the tide in public opinion, you know, the, and, yeah. and it really is kind of getting to the point where that, that very well might happen, you know, the drinking age isn't even until you're 21 years old, but nobody has an ethical problem with saddling a 19 year old with $40,000 worth of debt, you know, right. I mean, that's, that's an extraordinary right. amount of debt, you know, I mean, they, in uh, there, you know, your, your brain isn't even fully developed until you're 25, like your prefrontal cortex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just for, as an example, let's talk about what we, what we were doing at 19. <laughs> um, you know, the the all the mature decisions we made. Reading the classics. 19, um, you know, eating I, clean. I won't mention names. Some someone stealing a baby pool from I in front of Walmart and then taking it back to our apartment and um filling it. With the hot tub. Water from the stove. Are you talking about the hot, hot tub? tub? While drunk. 
Yeah. I am. Yeah. Should should tub. somebody have given that person sixty thousand dollars? <laughs> no. <laughs> it should not. Yeah. It should not. No. I mean no. <laughs> did another person get an ear another no, yeah. Names. yeah. What I could only <laughs> describe as a pirate sized hoop nose ring piercing and a dreadlock <laughs> the size of a forearm from just not brushing their hair. Abject neglect, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just an experiment right. to see what would happen. Would you also give that young woman $40,000 worth of diet? No, it would be... No, you give her $40,000 and see how many coconuts she can yeah. get. No. In fact, I don't even know if I would trust her with three coconuts and a mallet. No. No. Certainly not. Because you know what? Once you get a hole in that coconut, vodka is going to be poured in it. And it's going to be no. some sort of shot. You know what you're going to do? Experience. You're going to put the lime in the coconut and mix it all up. Yeah. <laughs> put the lime in the coconut and then you feel better. Mm -mm. <laughs> but see, the problem is, is that, I mean, it's just a, it's a, a system or it's a symptom of a, an endemic problem because uh, all of these student loan providers, uh, you can see that they have put so much money into lobbying campaigns They've poured tons of money into the Republican candidates, but they've also done it to Democratic candidates as well. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, there, there were candidates in the even the most recent presidential election that talked about, you know, trying to uh, make college education more affordable and they were called socialists and I was like well that's actually not a ridiculous premise because uh, it's actually not socialism in the least there is a very real predatory system and infrastructure that was set up uh, about 20 years ago that um, took advantage of an advantageous, you know, loophole, not a loophole, but ruling that made these loans, non-recourse loans, and they saw an opening. And, you know, sometimes, like, the free market can start to cannibalize itself. And when tons of people are making money... But that's the thing. They're they're making it at the expense of young people's futures. Right. And, um, you would just think that it... If there is somebody whose job is to represent the best interest of people in their district or in their state, that at least one of them would say something about it. Which makes me... Yeah. Which makes me... 
even more I don't I mean I don't know like what the word is but you know I think the the apathy that sort of people feel with their representative government is that you don't think that people could be this predatory this openly predatory because you would think surely somebody right. would have said something and then you just honestly you can just right. look these things up and be like oh no they're not saying anything because they're all making so much money and because 30 yeah. percent of each of these senators and representatives weeks are spent raising millions of dollars for their campaign and these pharmaceutical companies and student loan companies give them millions of dollars so they can take it easy and know that they're going to have their campaign funded and all they have to do is look the other way because some 19-year-old isn't going to switch their campaign one way or another, you know? Right. And... It, I mean... Uh, and, and then... Where are these jobs you're supposed to get to pay off? Well, I am glad you mentioned that because Because, this is a quote. Yeah, I certainly have had a hard time. Here's the other problem with the student loan is that like in a rational world, the value um, of their education or the value of their diploma or the investment would be taken to... Right. uh, taken into account before taking out such a huge loan you know so you would be able to say well if i'm getting a stem degree then i would only take out you know i would take out a seventy-five thousand dollar loan knowing that in my lifetime i'll earn this much money if i do a liberal arts degree then it's not going to be worth it to take out this much money because I'll probably only earn so you would be there would be very varying degrees of risk that you would assume as the person taking on the loan but they don't do that whereas with any other loan you would take on you would do that like even a car loan you would say well the resale value of this car over this car it'd be I, I would buy this jeep knowing that jeeps sell but with an education there there are no parameters set up like that so in that situation The only person that is set up for failure time and time again is the student. Everybody else wins. Every other person in that scenario wins. The person who provides the loan, the government, the university, like everybody else is getting a cut. The hiring, the hiring center, or the hiring, by by hiring center, I mean (laughs) a business or nonprofit or whoever is hiring. I call him hiring no, center. Is this the, is this the <laughs> no, manufacturer but... <laughs> of coconuts or <laughs> who's hiring here? The hiring center at the coconut factory. No, is is that like you you look at like um one ad? Is this one the person making the billboards for colleges? <laughs> Yeah, one ads. I I didn't know if y'all know this. I am seventy years old. Oh my god. Um, I was born in nineteen thirty with one ads, and uh, yeah, yeah. But um, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 
Indeed.com. That's what it's called. Whatever. Okay. Job postings. Job postings. That's the modern yeah, yeah, yeah. vernacular. Okay. Job postings must have uh, preferred. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Even better, masters. So it's basically saying how much money they want you to right, spend. Right, right, right. <laughs> to actually, actually right, 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 right. So it's like, like they set the, <laughs> like your entree into a professional world is a degree. So the gatekeepers <laughs> are, are kind of in cahoots with the rest of the system because you're not going to get hired without a degree. Right. Yeah. And then experience is factored in. I have so much resentment towards going in for job interviews or being an intern during my, during graduate school, an intern and doing projects for free for an Mm -hmm. agency. I am by agent. I'm not naming names for an institution with the, like with this, like, What I know now is a myth of, oh, an internship. That paves the way to a job. Wait, you're not reaping the benefits of that internship? No, they... I was was trying to turn the cart. I just didn't know how. Um, Because I could see you getting revved up. Um, But, yeah, so... You can't take into account before you take out the loan what the payoff is going to be right like you can't you can't know what the value how valuable this education is really going to be and um because two-thirds of students do not go into careers in the field of study um or or even use in any way what they ended up studying I totally but, believe that. You know, and I, Absolutely. like, and a lot of times, uh. Because you're just trying to get what you can, job you can get well, at that point. And then you fall into something, you get experience in it, and it's um, like, okay. Well, and the other thing is that the, the job market has been stagnant for, you know, 15 years or more. I mean, for a generation, certainly. So, I mean, that's the thing. The when we were talking about the coconut example, because of this sort of um, this manufactured inflation, it has not risen with like um, a rise in salaries or anything else. It's 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 just this one area. So when people then graduate, they have this enormous loan. And then they go into a job market where they're making maybe $23,000 a year if they're lucky. And they have this enormous debt. So it's like they, you're already set up for failure immediately upon graduation. So, I mean, and that's the thing because it's, you know, you are already, you know, your young life, you're already set up. Um, in a structure like with a financial institution and you know people are collecting interest on you you're in a 30-year contract you know it's it's soul-sucking you know 
And oh yeah, and that's what this country has been founded on. <laughs> this country was founded on. I'm serious. It has been founded on how do we exploit labor? It's slavery. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a that how that has been. Oh God, America. Oh. It, it is founded on exploitation actually, of labor. And actually, this is that's no actually a really good point because the corporatization of our government, you know, has come at the cost of labor unions. So they're, you know... Advocates for labor rights... I mean, I, that is why people feel so powerless, and there's just this, you know, increasing gap between um, the the very, very rich and certainly the middle class, which is shrinking. And, you know, what's so dangerous to me is that when you have a, a candidate that ran as a populist and then is doing the exact opposite, there's got to be a point where that betrayal is 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 going to backfire, I would think. Yeah. Well, at this point, what something you just said, I think... The only reason a middle class even exists at this point is because of yeah. debt, whatever it may be. Credit cards, student loan, whatever. Like, in comparison to how much money, like, the 1% or, you know, has, like... But, yeah, I, uh, they're... Populist. A candidate that run, ran as a populist. That's such a... That's a joke, man. <laughs> but... I, you know, I mean, I think when you talk about, you know, we've talked about um, before too, and I, the problem is, is that when you were talking about the poorhouse and the debtor's prison, it's that, you know, like the poor are stigmatized, but they're also penalized mm -hmm. for their own poverty. Oh, yeah. It's yes, it's it's crim it's like a criminalization of because you're poor because oh, or you're homeless, you are disgusting, you're a pariah, you're just a I don't know, it's it's gross. But the, but it's but the thing is this to we'll see. But also poverty. to start to start your life behind to not only be broke, but yeah. to start it in the negative to the tune of minus 80,000 and to be accruing interest on that debt so quickly um, and to be so young with that burden, you know, that's... It, you're not going to have a population that is going to take chances or take risks or be able to apply for business loans because they can't even apply for a house loan because they're in so much debt. Right. You know? So it's, yeah. you know, you're, you're putting a whole generation yeah. at a disadvantage that, you know, when they talk about 
It's shackles. It's shackles. It's, you know, it's when they talk about... It's just another form You know, of, the, the thing that yeah, makes me so okay. sad about when they talk about reports about millennials and, you know, avocado toast... Uh, I, which I hate those stories. I'm like, wh- who invented avocado? Well, as a trend? <laughs> but I think the, the what they're really missing is that, um, like, as somebody who's um, gone through trauma, is mm-hmm. when you're just holding on you are desperate to find joy in a situation and like this generation to not have access to healthcare, to not have any real plans for the future to not to be the first generation that is not going to be as well off as their parents to not have the expectation of being able to put um, a down payment on a home to, you know, it is worth it to them to be able to save enough to have one nice meal, you know, because Mm -hmm. that may be the closest thing to joy that they're going to have for a while, you know? And to me, it's just really sad because there are a lot of people in previous generations that have made a lot of money at their expense uh, and continue to do so, you know, and a lot of people that are, are making jokes at their expense, um, while they're building homes from the profits of their future, you know, and it just makes me really sad. Wow. Well, I'm, I respect that because the, a lot of like the millennial stuff is. I'm like, you don't, you didn't grunge. <laughs> Get out of here! Like, but that's not the point. You're you're actually looking at it from a, you know, mature point of view. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks. I'm looking at it like. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I've never seen the Goonies. I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. As an older sister would. Right. Right. But... Um I don't know, but was Gen-, Gen X expected to be better off than their parents? I don't think we were. Yeah. I consider us Gen well, X. Well, I mean I think we're on the cusp technically depending yeah, on which website we're like but. um we're the we're a micro generation they call us the oregon trail generation shut up yeah who does no um it's because we were the the first generation that had computers in the classroom and we would play oregon trail yeah but it was a com- it, but it was a computer lab you went there for like 45 minutes during the day yeah that's what, why they I don't that's what they yeah. call us, the Oregon Trail generation. But we only had rotary phones and, you know, antennas on TVs and knobs on TVs. and Right, but so did Generation X. Like, we're the... Yeah. Yeah, but we're the transitional. Like, we didn't gotcha, have... Gotcha. We didn't have the internet, but we, we're still literate. We're not scared of technology, 
but okay. we but we weren't born into it so right it was it's not intuitive like yeah figuring but, out but we're yeah. but we're not scared of it either gotcha i mean like we're so we're would, like we're not kurt cobain but we have radiohead <laughs> radiohead is ours and a lot of people yeah. say but what about creep hey look they don't claim creep right they were just screwing around like okay computer <laughs> Was like like that was that's Wait. Oregon Trail Generation. So people don't like that song, Creed. No, they try to say that that is a Gen X song because it came out earlier, and I'm saying that's not true. Oh yeah, they're our generation, late '90s, us. That's us. Yeah. Hello. And mid '90s, I would argue. Yeah, mid to late. Yeah, yeah, that's us. Yeah. yeah. For more information about our '90s experience, go to <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> go to our now defunct blog, Spring Break '99 Forever. I know that um, you know I have a I have a master's, right. Um, and I, oh, God, not paying for, not paying off. Yeah. So this is a good talk. I had fun. I had fun with this. Yeah. So again, this is our, uh, just a little deviation. <laughs> again, uh, I, I know I, I sound as if I have a doctorate in economics and that is not true. Um, <laughs> I, I just have an undergrad degree in literature, which, again, the dividends have not stopped paying off. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I, I cannot yeah. tell you how many times yeah. I've been asked to talk about James Joyce in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I can. Yeah. Uh, never. So, yeah. um, right, 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 right. So later in life, what I ended up doing was uh, I got certified to do a very specific skill. And um, they were like, oh, wait, have you been certified to do this very specific thing? I was like, as a matter of fact, I have. And then they pay you to do it. And um, yeah. so, you know, if you're a young person, I suggest, first of all, learn how to program. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know you you can read the classics in your own time. Okay, <laughs> that, that's you the can lesson. have roundtable discussions right. about um philo about fucking philosophy, theories, philosophy, yes. which is what I love to do in college. Right. Like, um, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of things about Simone du Beauvoir on the internet or Foucault. Enjoy yourself. Oh God, Foucault. Oh, I love. Foucault. let's just round table round table Foucault. no one's gonna pay me for that no absolutely not and they're, they're not gonna want to hear it um they're, they're not gonna, gonna want you not to talk about it yeah by the way they're not gonna want you to use the term unpack about anything um let's unpack this this is really dense this is fraught let's unpack it no they're never gonna want to hear you do that they'll want you to unpack the delivery that you're gonna have to <laughs> anyway but uh yeah just um learn how to program and save yourself yeah. eighty thousand dollars <laughs> and um 
don't forget that this country was founded on um, labor, ex- exploitation of exploitation labor. of labor. I I think that that's my takeaway personally, but that's the takeaway I want to take away. But it's true because that's what history shows me of this here All right. United States, the conquest of the Americas. Yeah, and. That's what you should tell your grandmother when you visit her in the home as they're taking away her Medicaid. Um, all right. Well, on that note, uh, okay. <laughs> we should return to our schedule programming pretty soon. And we appreciate you bearing with us. Mm-hmm. And um, thanks for listening to us. Subscribe. Yeah. Um rate and review maybe not based on this episode but (laughs) on one that you liked Um, we love you we appreciate you we value you and your labor and we would never sign you up for a high interest loan ever no no i i'm never gonna do that no and i I, and i I would advocate for your health care yeah Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>